get money. Hey. We in here tonight. It's the blaze of glory. Let's go some more. Skeet, little bitch. This is the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ, a.k.a. Poppy De Chocolate, a.k.a. Short Time, a.k.a. Big Daddy Fresh, a.k.a. The Foster Boy. That's what them little sad-ass bitches be calling me and shit. You know what I'm saying? But how y'all doing? Turbo's here, too, as you can hear. We up here in the Love Loft, man, cooling. It's another episode, you know what I'm saying? I have a guest. Last episode I did by myself, but I have a guest this week. Comedian, funny man. We got Mr. Lenny McKenzie. Let me make sure I get the, the right ones for you. Hold on. We're going to give you a little round of applause and shit. That's how we do over here. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Hold on. There you go. How you living? It's fucking well now, bro. I just got out of a terrible fucking apartment. Living with a schizophrenic, shit and blood at like 19 years old. Fucking Hold on. Shit. What's shooting blood? Shit and blood. Oh, shit and blood. Shit blood, bro. I was 19 years old. Oh, so you would go in the toilet, in the bathroom, and you see blood yeah, and shit yeah, in the toilet? Yeah, because that fucking schizo was threatening to like poison my food and shit. Why did he uh, flush? What? Why did he flush? No, no, I was shitting blood. Oh, you were shitting yeah, blood? Yeah, oh, yeah, straight damn. Up, straight up. Because I was all the, all the fucking stress, bro. I was living with oh, this my God. Fucking terrible. How long did you live with this person? Almost a year and a half. Where'd you find him? Uh, I used to work with them. Damn. Was, they on, was he on meds? No, 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 no. I mean, it's a crazy story. I'm not going to say that person's name and shit. All right. But uh, used to work with them. Fucking uh, older woman. Uh-huh. Had some fucking problems. I just started my job. I was like 18. Uh, I was just doing my shit. And uh, it's like my first month on the job. You know, I just moved into this new house. Landlord asked me if I could find, find him another tenant. Okay. So I figured, you know, I might as fucking well. And just so happened somebody I worked with. Needed a place to stay. So I was like, okay, shit, two birds with one stone, right? No problem. Uh, nobody had informed me that she was fucking mentally ill. Damn. <laughs> so I figured, why the fuck would a crazy person have a job? So I'm just, you know, we exchange numbers. I give her the details about the building, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Give her my landlord's number. Everything's going good. Signs a place. So far, so good, right? Then I'm up late one night. And I get these fucking weird texts, just these crazy fucking weird texts, uh, basically asking me what what she asked was uh, if I was okay with this uh, girl I worked with that we worked with who was like 20 years old. Uh And I was like, yeah, yeah, I like everyone I work with. What's the problem? And she was like, she thought that that 20-year-old girl was trying to seduce me. Uh And uh, apparently she stole her boyfriend. From her, her ex, even though that woman was like twice this little girl's age. God so damn. Shit was fucking weird. Was she uh, paying the rent on time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything worked That's out good. bad. She lost her job eventually because she was just going fucking crazy. What and crazy just, shit uh, was she doing though? Well, well, first of all, that same night, I didn't know this, but she texted my other coworker. Uh, she was telling, <laughs> this shit got me freaked the fuck out because I never examined it from this angle before. But, uh. She, 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 she sent my coworker a text saying, uh, you know, this, this little girl seduced my last boyfriend and turned him against me. And now I think she's trying to do the same to Lenny. 
Like, okay, then she texted, Lenny's so cute. Lenny's so cute. He's <laughs> 18. He's so cute. And I was just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So that had me freak the fuck out. That's wild. Uh, I guess fucking, I told some people at work about that shit that I was concerned. Uh, I guess these fuckers couldn't keep their mouth shut. And uh, that just kind of fucking spread around the office. And, you know, she, she didn't like that. So basically, she should just be like bipolar. So one day she'd be fine. The other day she'd just be yelling at nobody. Damn. She would constantly just like cuss and scream at fucking <laughs> people that weren't there and shit. And uh, eventually she started harassing me and a bunch of other employees just basically saying, shut the fuck up. I'm not attracted to you. And I was like, I'm not attracted to you either. That's why. Why the fuck you think I would be? Yeah, but she, she, uh, she was constantly accusing people of harassment, bro. She was, she was saying that like coworkers were calling her ugly and shit like. So you she, moved she, out or she moved out? Uh, I moved the fuck out. Right. So you got your own crib or you got yeah, new yeah, roommates? Yeah. Well, I got one roommate, but it's a comic, so it's all good. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So you moved today? Uh, one week ago. All right, congratulations, man. How Thank you like you. the new spot? It's fucking amazing, bro. It's a nice-ass neighborhood. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like Mexicans with poodles and shit. You know what I mean? You like, said Mexicans with pools or yeah, poodles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poodles. Okay. Are you in a house or apartment? Uh, apartment complex. So it's okay. A little, little, little apartment, but it's fucking nice, though. There's plenty of room. Hell yeah. Nice neighborhood. No more crackheads breaking through my window. Oh, shit. You had to deal with nice that? Spot. Yeah, and I was right across from the freeway, too, so I couldn't sleep for shit, oh, bro. Oh, man. got fucking tinnitus, and I'm 20 years old. Speaking of crackheads, yesterday morning, I'm leaving to go to work and shit. Mm-hmm. I go in the garage, and I see this fucking look homeless dude, because I seen him a few minutes prior when I was walking the dog and shit. So I go, I'm like, bro, what the fuck you doing in here? So he's walking around and shit. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here. So this motherfucker's like, uh, where's the le- leasing office? I said, bitch, it's three o'clock in the morning and it's Sunday. Ain't no fucking leasing, o- leasing office. Get the fuck out of here. I said, how'd you get in here? He's like, that door was open. I said, bro, get the fuck out of this garage and shit. So we got like this little door that leads to the outside and shit. So I'll, he walked out. I shut the door and shit. So then when I'm leaving... I pulled out and then I waited for the gate to close and there was a mattress and shit right by the driveway and all that little shit. And there's a flat screen TV. I don't know why you can't plug it up nowhere and watch nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was laying on that little shit or whatever, but steal it. Huh? He didn't steal it. I don't know where the motherfucker came from. <laughs> the mattress or the TV. But if you, if, I don't know if you noticed when you first was walking in yeah. one of the lights, the one to the left was like smashed and shit. I don't know if he did it, but that shit got smashed the other day because it's still glass and shit on the ground. Shit. So I, I was like, man, it is motherfucker. He was going to start going through people's shit, trying to unlock car doors and all that. And like before, right when I moved in here, there was a little posting of this little dude. There was a picture of a screenshot where he got into the garage and he was breaking into people's cars and shit. And I was shit. like, man, this motherfucker. Luckily, I was down there at that time and shit. No telling what the fuck he would have did. I yeah. kind of wish I would have caught him trying to break in my car because that would have gave me an excuse to fuck him up. <laughs> For real. I said, man. I hear that shit, man. You know, man, sometimes I be like wishing I go outside and I catch people like trying to steal my catalytic converter just so I can hurt him and shit. Yeah, sometimes you just want to fucking fight. You know what I mean? Man, I know, it feels bro. Good, bro. You feel like a hero, too. Because one, you just want to fight somebody, but two, you feel like you like deterring crime or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel like Batman. Like you just... Beating the fuck out these homeless fucks. Man. So, like, a couple months ago, there was, like, some yelling and shit. I had this fucking video that was, like, went viral and shit on TikTok and all that. This dude was trying to break in this little chick house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I just seen her. I just seen her, 
like a month or so ago for the first time since that shit happened. It's been like like three months or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you know, she said he had came back again and all this little shit, but he she hadn't seen him in a little minute. But I told her when I seen her when I was walking the dog a couple weeks ago, I said, Hey, if you see if he come over again, call me. Cause I'm a, I want a piece of the action and shit, but she did fuck him up with this bat though. That shit was funny. I came outside, she had that motherfucking bat on that bitch. <laughs> but yeah, man, y'all check that video out on TikTok. It got 1.4 million views and shit, little bitch. Yeah, man, that shit. A couple little sites picked it up and shit was reposting it. Like this one chick I used to beat, I ain't talked to her in years. She seen it like on Facebook and was like, yeah, I seen your viral video. I said, what? Damn, where you see that shit at? She was like, it was on Facebook. And then she sent me the link and that shit had like 50,000 views in like two days. But then they were supposed to pay me and they didn't want to fucking pay me. I said, hey bro, take my shit off your fucking site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, fuck them whores. Mm -hmm. All right, so on here, man, we do shout outs and shit. So... I'm gonna do I, I started doing the shout outs at the beginning and shit. So we're gonna do the shout outs a little differently now with the L with the new hosting platform that I'm with. It tells me the state where these places is at. Like for years, man, I would like see in the analytics these different cities and shit. I'm like, where the fuck is this at? And wouldn't know. And when I try to Google, that city is in like five different states. I'm like, shit, I don't know. And I would ask these motherfuckers who listen, like, hey, you live here, tell me where it's at. And no one never, ever fucking told me. Going on five years, nobody ever fucking told me. Bruh. And then I would check the analytics for, like, another episode, and that fucking town would pop up. I'm like, you little stupid bitches, you heard me fucking ask you. Yeah, man, fuck these listeners and shit, man. I'm just playing. But now I can see where the state is. So now where these little cities is at, I know. So now what I'm going to start doing is calling out the states and shit where it's located. So we'll start with Kentucky, my hometown, Louisville, Barstown, Bowling Green, and Franklin. In Virginia, we got Ashburn and Alexandria. Ashburn been listening. Hey, whoever the fuck is in Ashburn, you've been listening for years, and I never knew what the fuck Ashburn was. But if you don't want to be a little fuck boy and shit, a fuck girl, let me know what the fuck is going on in Ashburn and what y'all be doing and shit. I might come visit. And for California, we got Los Angeles, Gardena, Moreno Valley, Westminster, Reseda, Van Nuys, and Sherman Oaks. For Tennessee, we got Nashville, Greenville, Memphis, Portland, and Knoxville. For Ohio, we got Newark and Cleveland. Like, for years, I was thinking it was like, fuck, I mean, Newark, um, New Jersey and shit. Yeah. And I didn't now, even know there was another Newark. I didn't either. For New Jersey, we got... Hopakong, Cherry Hill. For Colorado, we got Dillon and Denver. For Michigan, we got Yale and Kapok. What the fuck y'all be doing with Kapok? It sounds like a town ain't got shit cracking. Maybe it does, and I just was just talking shit. But fucking tell me. For Missouri, we got Spring Valley in Kansas City. For North Carolina, we got Fuquay, Venar. Marina and Charlotte. For Texas, we got Houston. Shout out to H Town. For New York, we got Yonkers. Shout out to everybody out there in Yonkers. I was just listening to this podcast earlier with Tommy Dreamer, the wrestling. He was like, I'm from Yonkers. I ain't never even know that shit. Pennsylvania, we got Glenside. Shout out to Glenside. New Hampshire, we got Raymond. See, I, Raymond was popping up, and I was like, where the fuck is that at? 
New Hampshire, what the fuck y'all so. be doing? I bet that probably got some baddies in New Hampshire and shit. Think but so? Hell yeah. And the, the hell, hey, they probably got some cold ones in fucking New Hampshire. Because, like, what the fuck is there to do in New Hampshire? You don't hear about no sports, no superstars, no nothing and shit. Think they're just fucking like crazy? Probably so. All those baddies in that cold weather. You know what? It's don't probably think all the models going head to New York. You know, it's probably that, but it's probably a bunch of baddies who know they look good and don't want to give no pussy to no New Hampshire motherfuckers. Like, uh, <laughs> for real, yeah, bro, they headed to fucking New York, get some money off of that uh, shit, some. or something, bro. New York, L.A. Hell Both yeah. places tend to not have sexy people. You know what I mean? I feel like most of sexies, most of baddies, is in uh warmer climates. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Sweden's the exception, but like, shit. Let me know what's up in New Hampshire. I might come out there. I know it's right there on the fucking. Coast and shit. I get some uh some cheap seafood, some lobster or something. For Illinois, we got Chirac. Let's see. Uh, for the white people, like, what is that? That's Chicago. Chi-town. For Alabama, we got Jacksonville. My people stay out there. And for Iowa, we got Grinnell. Like, that's another place, Iowa. I would like just hit up to be like, what well, they probably got some 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 uh, the corn, big old yeah. corn fed pretty ass white bitches out there who be bad as for hell yeah. yeah i know y'all got some whores out there in iowa and shit <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah. happening you know what i'm saying me and lenny we try to come out there and see what's good yeah out there in fucking iowa and shit that's another place that i you don't hear nothing where well, they do have sports and shit whatever like that be on tv uh-huh. but you don't never hear nothing about iowa or whatever yeah, yeah, and then yeah. places like iowa new hampshire you don't think they got hoods and shit, but they I, they got hoods and shit, but you don't be thinking like, ain't shit cracking out there, but I'm pretty sure those motherfuckers that'll blow your fucking head off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. Shit. So for, all right, let's see. For India, we got Karnataka, West Bengal. This one I can't even pronounce. M-A-H-A-R-A-S-H-T-R-A. And then another one called Uttara, U-T-T-A-R-P-R-A-D-E-S-H. Shout out to everybody out there. India, Germany popped up, but they didn't get no cities. Guam, shout out to everybody in Guam. I like to go out there. They probably got some high little bitches out there too. One of my homegirls moved back to Guam, and she's uh, she's a lesbian, so she's having issues because ain't too many like lesbos out there. And then a lot of motherfuckers she's like related to. This city is T-A-M. U-N-I-N-G. Shout out to all the Guamanians. I think that's what they call y'all. Shout out to England. Shout out to Australia. Out there in Queensland. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the Philippines. Metro Manila. Shout out to Thailand. Mm -hmm. Chamburi and Nan. I used to fuck a bitch named Nan. She ain't shit. Ty. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Shout out to Japan. Is that everybody? Is that it? No, there's more. No, it ain't every. Yeah, shout out to this. Oh, here we go. Canada, Ontario. We got Mexico, but it didn't give no city. And the last one, Czech Republic. You already know they got the baddies up there. Them oh, yeah, but you see Czechoslovakian. Oh, my God. I'm trying to go over it, too. And oh, they, yeah. they love Americans. They ain't black motherfuckers and shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you know when them little countries, it's like uh, the, the ratio of women to men, it's a whole lot of the chicks over there. Why would yeah. go over and act a motherfucking donkey? Shit, probably same in Guam because all the military. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, hell yeah. My homegirl was saying, she's like, I don't want to fuck with no soldiers and shit. <laughs> shout shit, out good to luck all in the, Guam. Shout out to all the cities and the countries that listen. 
Keep listening. Tell your peoples. And you already subscribed because you get the notification. But I appreciate y'all love. Yeah, man. So I met Lenny the other day for the first time and shit. And so I'm going to say, bro, I saw your Instagram before, but I didn't know who you was. And you don't have nothing on there. You got the fucking yeah. South Park kid. Oh, 100%. So yeah. I was like, who the fuck is it? I thought, I didn't know if it was like a catfish or what. So I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I seen him before. And then he was like, hey, what's up? You GQ. I was like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, nice podcast. And I was like, oh, thanks. And you know, people would just be talking shit or whatever. I was like, maybe listen, maybe don't. And then the motherfucker started quoting shit. He's like, sweet pussy, sad me. The love love. I said, oh, this motherfucker really do listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've been watching. I remember the first time I saw you comedy and I was like, oh, I love that shit. You know what I mean? Because I have a bunch of family in Thailand and shit. My best friend's Blasian and everything. So I was like. You saw me. Like, you saw yeah, it online yeah, or you saw that. me performing? No, I was watching the. Uh, uh, school comedy live stream. Oh, the stream. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, damn. About, uh, your daughter twerking on the table and you threw a shoe at her. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that's the first time you seen that me? one. And when uh, I, I don't remember the first time, but I just remember I love watching you because like, this guy's fucking funny. I listened to Pot a bunch. Did that joke about uh, you ending every sentence with Ka in Thailand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So check this out, man. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I haven't posted shit because I've been living with that schizo and yeah. you know what I mean? I, I don't think they'd appreciate me saying everything I said about them on a fucking podcast. I understand. You I didn't even get to that do place. that routine, man. I was so fucking mad. I was supposed to I did it in April. Yeah. So when I went up there, it was for, well, I was on vacation, but it was like during like the Thai New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I spoke to the dude about a month prior before I got out there. So he's like, look, just email me. Or hit me on IG, let me know when you're here. So when I board, no, Bo, get gone, boy. So when I boarded my flight to Korea, I mean, from, from Korea to Thailand, I emailed him. I'm like, boom, I'm definitely finna be here. Never heard nothing from him. Waited a couple of days, didn't hear nothing. And I found some like Facebook groups before I got out there. And I was like, yo, if anybody know about some shows, y'all let me know. And this one dude hit me and shit. So I was talking to him. I'm like, yeah, I hit this motherfucker up. But he ain't responding back. So he was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm in a comedy group chat. He's like, that show got canceled and the, and the one next week. And I was like, what the fuck? So, man, I, I wrote a whole routine dedicated to Thailand. I had bought a whole outfit. I was going to be dressed. I was going to be fresh as fuck. I was mad as fuck, man. Shit, I'd imagine, bro, some fucking bullshit. So I didn't even get to do it. And then there was another comedy club that I reached out to and shit. And they was on some bullshit. They hit me back. And then I sent them some shit, and I never heard nothing back from them. But I was, like, trying to go over and perform. I had a whole fucking routine dedicated to the tie shit. And, yeah, because I got fucked up. So I'm just going to say that routine if I ever go back over and I'll do it. So, yeah, yeah, man. You know what's funny? There's, like, a part where I talk about, like, oh, I don't want my daughter to be a fucking uh, a, a bar girl and a prostitute. And I was talking to this one chick, and she was like, oh, let me hear the routine. And I'm telling her the routine. And in the midst, I was like, oh, this bitch sell pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, fuck it, whatever, man. Yeah. But I wasn't talking bad about him and shit or whatever. So no, you just you just don't want that for your daughter. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. You gotta man. have some of them out there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have as much fun otherwise. But yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that little. I'm gonna I'll do it one day and shit. And I performed yesterday, man. So tell the tell us, man, how did your performance go on Wednesday? What the fuck was Wednesday? Oh, no, no, on Thursday, on, on Thursday, on Thursday, on oh, Thursday, my bad. Sunset, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh shit, it went well. I had a good fucking time. I did 
I did good. I didn't do great. I could. I need to refine my shit a little more. But it was a good fucking set. It was funny. How many people uh, was there? 75. Damn. We packed the fucking place. I couldn't find anywhere to sit when I was there. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, Majority yeah. like the public or uh, comedians? I think a lot of them were comics. But there was, I would say like half and half almost. So it was good. It was a right. good show. I don't know if I got paid or not. But we'll figure that out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We just brought as many people as we fucking could. That's what's that up. That one kid had to go though. Was fucking causing problems with Baca and shit. Who? Okay, wait, so check us out. So, yeah. a dude I was talking to, David, he said that a motherfucker almost got thrown off the side of a balcony <laughs> on th- on Thursday. Yeah, that that fucking may well have been him. I don't know, like I don't know what else went on that night. Did you hear about something like that? Somebody almost got thrown off the balcony or some shit. I don't know if he got thrown out. Baca told me he was about to get his ass whooped. Shit, I'd imagine show because because when I went to talk to him, he was just standing out there on the fucking balcony with one of these buff security guard motherfuckers. Damn. Yeah, bro, he was just acting a fucking fool. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I did that show yesterday, and it was about twenty three people, yeah. and I think six of them was just regular folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, like, I did a new set and shit. And there was laughs or whatever, but I hate performing in front of fucking comics because they yeah. don't be fucking laughing and shit. And then it'd be like, I was like, what the fuck? And then unfunny motherfuckers get up there and then, like, they was like laughing and shit. And you can tell the difference. Oh, they, they was doing a little white boy friends. humor. No, yeah, they weren't yeah. even their friends. They were just doing like little white boy humor and shit. And I'm just like, bro, this shit ain't fucking funny, man. <laughs> What is what is white boy humor? I mean, you know, white boys get up there saying goofy ass little shit or, or whatever. Like goofy, silly kind of comedy. Yeah, and, and all the like white boys, was, oh, I was like, uh, what the fuck's funny about this shit? shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, man, this shit ain't even motherfucking funny. Yeah, no, white people creep me out like that. Like, <laughs> so fucking like reserved and shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're fucked up on the inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Black people almost always talking about like heavy shit. Like, you know what I mean? They, they always, like, more, like, generally speaking, they always more, like, presenting and real. You know what I mean? Yeah. White people, like, tend to be, not, some of these fucking white boys just, like, super reserved. They just want to talk about, like, goofy, silly shit because, like, they're too scared. If they t- bring out their real emotions, they're going to terrify the fuck out the rest of us. Man. And it may well. <laughs> That's why they stick to that fucking goofy shit. Hell, yeah. So, no, I'm going to work that little set around, man, and shit. I, I want to... Be at a place where there's a lot of folk and shit, because I want to put this one online, especially because it's Pride Month. You know what I'm saying? I happen to write a joke, and then I was like, "Oh shit, Pride Month is coming up. This will be perfect." You know what I'm saying to put out during Pride Month. So yeah, man. So I'm gonna start uh hitting up some little spots and shit. Hey, have you heard of a accidental chaos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there once. All right, man. I'm thinking about hitting that little spot up. They yeah, said like. Yeah, yeah. They said it's kind of lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome, bro. It gets packed and shit. Uh, shout out everybody there. But, like, um, yeah, it was a fucking great spot. Like, uh, I only went one time because I don't mm-hmm. have a car or anything. It's kind of way out there. Where is it at? But uh, it's in Hollywood up here. So, fortunately, you're close. But it's, okay. uh, I don't remember exactly where the fuck it was. My friends drove me. Yeah. But um, it, it was a good spot. Energy was in there. Mike kept going. It's real, like, it's kind of a small room. So, it gets, it's a small room with a real, real tall ceiling. So it gets kind of cramped, but it's it's great fucking energy and it's a great space. Cause uh, my understanding of it is, um, you can they let you go as long as you want. You know what I mean? That's it's what I heard. Really like yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you're doing good, they let you go. Cause I went for a long ass time, and like everybody was telling me, "Oh, you do well there." I'm talking about you know professional comedians who've been doing this like six, ten years, much mm-hmm. older than me, who are like, "Yeah, you're gonna kill there. You're gonna do great there. You know, you gotta go. You're gonna do great there." 
I went there once. I went on stage. I was on forever. I bombed so fucking bad. So when you say like you be up there longer than 10 minutes? Uh, Yeah, probably. I was up at like, I went on stage at like 1.30 in the morning. How many comics be up there though? How many... Actually, by the time I was up, there wasn't that many because it was like one in the morning. Damn. If it's like 10, 15 motherfuckers and shit, and they all doing 10 minutes or more. Oh, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gets packed. But like, you know, like any any of these mics, you know what I mean? When it's like, it's it's packed in the beginning. But once people have been sitting there for long enough, or once they start clearing out, it kind of, you know what I mean? The energy just kind of dwindles and it's fucking hard to revive an audience. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, I want to start doing it more. Yeah, Shit, I'm, right I might hit up uh, Big Chillin'. You ever been to Big Chillin'? Nah, where's that? At? Big Chillin' is like I don't remember the exact spot, but you can look this shit up. Uh, it's in somebody's backyard. It was a cool fucking Damn. mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a small, small room. It's in somebody's backyard, yeah, and you're standing on a wooden pallet. But uh, <laughs> that's how they do in yeah at, at the dime. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I performed up there like in November. You still on that little wood shit. The Ale House Library, too, but you can actually get paid for that. You ever been? Santa Monica? No, I, I think I seen that on like Bass Lava and like Comedy Bureau. Yeah, yeah. Tracy, uh, my boy Tracy Harris, one of the funniest guys I ever seen, performs there. Okay. Uh, these, they do good stuff there. They make good money and stuff. They're doing shows in front of live people. It's a little small uh, restaurant room, but it's, it's a real gig. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. It's a legit gig. So, yeah, if you ever interested what got you in the comedy uh i didn't really have a lot of fucking um i never really knew what i wanted to do with my life i didn't really have a lot of options so i decided when i was 12 on to be a comic Dig. uh yeah yeah because like i was i was poor as fuck i just had like no real prospects uh you from new york no 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 you got like a new york accent and shit where yeah, you from that's from watching all that fucking comedy <laughs> where you from i grew up in hawaii Oh shit, Aloha motherfucker. What part? Kauai, smallest island. Oh yeah, the Kauai's. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No comedy clubs out there. No comedy scene. In Kauai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Honolulu? Yeah, that's on another island though. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's hard to get out there. Even still, from what I hear, the comedy scene's not much. Damn. But uh, yeah, that's why a lot of Hawaii comics like um, Willie Simon and them are all out here. Uh, shout out Willie Simon, the comedy store. When did you move to LA? Uh. Culver City, Culver City area. I'm living in Palms now. No, I said, I said, when did you move here? Oh, when? Yeah, little, little, uh, little under two, a uh, little under two years ago. Oh, okay. So yeah, just trying to do college and shit. I uh, went to the military and I was rejected. What, from uh, what branch? Uh, Coast Guard. What they reject you for? Uh, I'm autistic as shit, so like, oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm pretty well fucking retarded. Damn. I, I didn't know if I was ever gonna, <laughs> I not know if I was ever gonna have a job at 18 because I was that retarded. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I was like, so I'm 12 years old, and I'm like, shit, bro, I better be fucking funny. I don't know how the fuck that's going to happen, being as socially awkward as I am, but, like, I better make this shit work out somehow. I feel so, like. yeah, turned 18, rejected by the military, took my fucking high school savings, uh, moved the fuck out here, and just, just started. By the time I was, like, 16, I really fell in love with it and started writing good jokes and, like, felt like it was something I had to do. Did you so know people out here? No, 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 I just moved out here on my own. That's what's up. Just to do it. Yeah, I got There's nothing really there. What'd your people say? Uh, the only family I've really been close with is my mom. Dig. And uh, I told her I wanted to be a comedian for the first time. Keep in mind, I've been wanting this since I was 12. So I told her I wanted to be a comedian for the first time when I was 17. And uh, she didn't think it was a good idea. Why is that? <laughs> she didn't think I was funny. 
Okay. Or talented. Uh, and you know, you know my comics. My, my family thought the same too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they ain't mom, no shit. Yeah, well, my mom's also like real. Uh, she doesn't really like you know offensive comedy. And you said she likes offensive she comedy. She does not. Oh, she don't. You know what I mean? She really, she really like John Mulaney's too much for her. So you know, I take after like Patrice and Schultz and Jesselnick. Yeah. And all them. So yeah, she wouldn't be too happy with it. Yeah. But uh, that's how the fuck I got out here, basically. Just felt like it was something I had to do. And uh, I'm, I'm very fucking happy I found it. You know what I mean? Because it's just therapeutic to me. It's my mind at ease. And it's just, I feel like I have to do it. So that's how the fuck I got out here. Hopefully I make some money off of it. Hell yeah. But uh, for now, just doing it and loving the art. I can dig it, man. I can dig it. Thank you, bro. So. How about you? How'd you get into comedy, GQ? Shit, man. Fucked they, up childhood? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> But they told me like I was always funny and shit, and I always yeah, yeah, liked yeah. comedy. But I always thought it was like, yeah, like tell like joke after jokes. And then yeah, when I started seeing like more of like Chappelle and like Kevin Hart, how they were like storytell. I'm like, yo, that's the kind of shit I can be doing and all that. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it years ago. I'm like, I don't really know how to write jokes. And then about a year ago, I just started writing and writing and shit. I'm like, man, eh, all right. And then I shit my little. Comedy anniversaries coming up. The oh, first time yeah. I performed was in like in like August. Oh shit, me too. Yeah, August third is when I started. Yeah, I was like at the end. I gotta look at the uh, my little tape and, and see the date. But yeah, yeah. It was, so it was at the Hollywood Comedy. Have you been up there? No, 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 no. Maybe maybe once, maybe once. Yeah, first. No, place. no, no. I've never been. Nah, I think about it. That that it's eight, like a twenty one plus thing, right? No, nah, I don't think so. Oh shit, I'm. Let's check it out then, but that, no. That Asian comic, I, her name starts with a J. I think her last name is Summers. Oh, uh, Jai Ying Summers? Yeah, Jiaying, yeah. Jiaying. She, yeah, she owns yeah, that joint. She's fucking hilarious, bro. I love her. I watch her stuff all the time. I got hit uh, to her because my homeboy sent it to me, my homeboy Mike, because she went to- Mike U- Moody? No, no, no. He's not a comic. Oh, right, right, right. Got it, got it, got it. But she went to University of Kentucky. And that's, you know what I'm saying? I'm from Kentucky. You know, that's my-, my shit, Turbo has a University of Kentucky collar on right now. So she did a stand up and she was like talking about it. So he sent it to me and, and shit. That's how I found out about her. And I, when I did a show at the Dime, she did uh, she fucking performed too. So and I just recently found out when I was listening to Bobby Lee's podcast where she's she was on her talk and she's like, "Yeah, I have a comedy club, the Hollywood Comedy." I said, "Damn, that's the first place I performed at." But yeah, man, and I just love to entertain and I be on here cracking jokes and shit and all yeah. that and just talking shit. So I was like. Man, maybe something. And then when I started, some of my people was just like, man, what the fuck took you so long to start doing this shit? I was like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> and then I noticed, like, I would go to open mics, and I was like, damn, I'm kind of, I'm better than some of these motherfuckers. And, like, the first time I performed, this one dude, he was like, man, that was a good set. He was like, how long you been doing this? I said, bro, this was my first time. <laughs> he was like, I could tell you was, you know, hadn't did it long, long, but I didn't know you was that fresh. I'm like, yeah. And then I was just seeing other motherfuckers that was like, how long you been doing this? I'm like, shit, two months. <laughs> and it's, like this dude was like, I've been doing this shit for like three years and I suck. He was like, you way better than I was like, shit, cuz, I don't know. I said, I just be in this, I was like, I be in the crib, I be in this motherfucker, I'll set up my, uh, my camera and shit and I'll just fucking do my set and then look back at it and shit. What happened, ESPN, oh, the Golden Knights. Cruise the game too. All right, well, fuck the I don't care about no hockey right now. But I'll make sure my timing is good. You know what I'm saying? 
Because I'm like, all right. Because I, I was always told and I heard if you want to burn a bridge or piss people off, go over your time limit. So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to do that shit. So I want to make sure, you know what I'm saying, my shit was at 10 minutes or at five minutes. And then I was looking at my mannerisms. I'm like, all right, I could deliver this better. Let me say this. And then, like, my facial expressions and shit. And I'm pretty sure motherfuckers could probably see me. That's one thing I don't like about this shit. Like, the motherfuckers that live across the hall from me and shit, they got balconies. I just got that big-ass window. So those motherfuckers can see me through their window or if they walk, if motherfuckers just walk into their building and shit. So I'm pretty sure motherfuckers have seen me, like, in my drawers fucking doing my routine. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, this is my crib. This is my element. I'm practicing. I'm doing what I'm doing. And one day you'd be like, man, I remember seeing he was my fucking neighbor. He would be in his drawers practicing. <laughs> and it paid off. Yeah, not giving a fuck to me is the most important uh, part of comedy. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like, if you want to succeed, that's it right there. Just don't give a fuck. Right. So, yeah, but I love doing it and shit. But I hate fucking performing in front of other punk-ass fucking comics. And then at, at one time... I was like, damn, am I bombing and am I not doing good? And then I would go to a club where it's predominantly the public and do the same shit. And all you hear is, ah, 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 motherfuckers laughing and shit. I'm like, I knew it wasn't nothing wrong with me. Them hate ass motherfuckers and shit, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Entertaining regular people is a hundred times easier than fucking making comics laugh. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like it's like cooking for regular people or cooking before fucking professional chefs. You know what I mean? Right. Also, all these comics are in their fucking phones, looking at the notes they just preparing for their say. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's really all they give a fuck about. But a lot of them, a lot of them. There's a lot of fucking great ones who they're supporting and all that. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, then some of these cocksuckers just get real fucking jealous and shit and just hold their laughs in, do their best not to laugh. Can't fucking stand them. Those are the ones that are never funny. You know what I mean? Oh my God, bro. I was getting ready to say the same motherfucking shit. Yeah. It'd be those unfunny motherfuckers who don't be laughing. I'd be like, you yeah. should be taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up, straight up. I was, nah, because anybody uh, who loves the game is just going to be real about it. You know what I mean? Because if you love the game, you then you if you love comedy, you love comics. You know what I mean? I was getting if ready you, to say, I can't wait till I have to like finish paying my dues where I don't have to do open mics and shit and see these struggling ass motherfuckers. Somebody, like I'm all about achieving your dreams and going what the fuck you want to do. But you got to realize like, hey, this ain't for me. I want to do comedy, but I ain't funny. So why don't you be a manager? Why don't you be a director or do something in that field? You don't necessarily need to be on the fucking stage and shit. And I be wanting to tell some of these motherfuckers, like, bro, you fucking suck, dog. Just sit the fuck, <laughs> sit the fuck down. And, and like, like Patrice with the phone book, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Patrice. R.I.P., man. But I've seen go. motherfuckers, like, just forfeit their time because they was bombing so bad. in like, yeah. the first, like, two minutes and shit, I was like, thank God, man. <laughs> shit. Man, next. Who's next? Get, get your fucking ass on stage so I can hurry up and go and shit. Yeah, and a lot yeah, of times, yeah. like, I just be like, these motherfuckers suck. And I be wanting to just leave. When I'll be finished and shit, but they be like, you need to stay for the whole set and shit. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, fuck that. So yeah, <laughs> man. And I wanna, I wanna be around funnier people so that can make me better and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I be feeling like it's like Shaq playing against motherfucking Oompa Loompas and, and fucking one on one and shit. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like these these weak motherfuckers. Oh, we got a call. <laughs> Let's see. Schizo. No, I don't think so. Fresh podcast. Who is this and where you calling from? I am not talking. Huh? I am not talking. 
What happened? Maybe it's the wrong number. And I love joining your podcast. So why did you call the podcast if you don't want to join a podcast? That don't even make no sense. <laughs> you knew it was a podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, but I thought you guys were done with that. Jeez. Nah. Who is this and where you calling from? I'm calling from my house. Alright. What's cracking in your house? <laughs> Nothing. I just wanted to say I just I ordered the food that I wanted. That's what's up. What did you order? It's called a, a palabok. Is there enough for me and Lenny? Better be. Probably about for everyone here in the house. All right, we yeah, are hungry. Yeah. So when we get finished recording, we will come and eat some of that food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna just hop on a plane and just go here. Hey. Yeah. We'll do what we do. Shit, how yeah, food like that? Can't turn down a free meal. That's right. Do what? I can't turn down a free meal. We'll be on our way. This free meal? Did you say it's free meal? Yeah, you gonna charge us for the food? No, why would I do that? But who welcomes you into their house and then charges you for the fucking food? Yeah, I can't understand what he's saying, so. <laughs> I'm trying. He said, "Who welcomes you to the house and charges you for the food?" Oh, that's called a restaurant. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, well, enjoy the food and thank you for calling. I'm glad I wasted your time. Oh man, it's never a waste of time when we have a caller. That's what I was going to say. Oh my god. I'll talk to you later after uh, thing. All right. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So if anybody who listens to this show, we take calls. If it's your first time listening to shit, if you listen all the time, you know, you can call in 424-246-6005. If you follow me on social media, I always will post when we get ready to record so you can call in. Also, even if it's not the show, you can always text. If you have a question, a comment, a concern, you want to say what's up, if there's a topic or something that you would like us to talk about, you can also text 424-246-6005. Now, don't think that you can just call at any given time and think that I'm going to fucking talk to you because I'm not. <laughs> I ain't going to do this shit. I'm not. And uh, fucking, but I will respond back to the text message and shit. Shout out to the dude that called last week. He called like right when I got finished, like doing the shit. He was like, hey, is this the first podcast? I'm calling to talk about the game. I said, oh, shit, bro. I said, we just got finished. I just got finished like 20 minutes ago. I said, call back next week. He's like, all right, cool. I don't even know cousin name was, but shout out to you. So, man, why? what is your comedy go? What, is, what does that mean? Where's my comedy go? Yeah, where you? What do you want to do with your comedy? You trying to? Oh shit! I go, mean, I, go ahead. Yeah, I'd love to have a podcast of my own someday, but that's all a work in progress. Uh, shit, I'd it, love man. to just keep my fucking yeah. I'll be here more than once. Uh, but uh, if you let me, but um, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, bro. I appreciate that. But um, I just want to, you know what I mean? I'd love to quit my fucking day job. I just like, man. I just want to do everything I can do. Uh. 
for comedy, you know what I mean? Because I love this art form, so I want to take it as far as I can take it, you know what I mean? I can feel it. Mm -hmm. I just love, uh, you know what I mean? Comedians are my heroes growing up, and it's it's just, I, I always aspire to be like them, and I just want to be, I just want to, like, join this fight against evil, you know what I mean, by just lending my hand to the cause of comedy. Yeah. And uh, I, I just love that shit, you know what I mean? I just don't want to be complacent in all the injustice of the world and i feel like by doing comedy you know what i mean i'm doing everything i can and everything i feel new feel i need to do feel i need to do to make the world a better place you know what i mean that's just how i feel deep inside and that's really what got me into comedy that and all the money that i was hoping i was gonna make before i realized uh we love money motherfuckers we love money shit <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I met somebody. Uh, they either gonna love it or hate it if I say their name, so I'm just not gonna say their name. Say it, bro. Fuck no, I don't have the permission, bro. You know how it is, but um, some somebody in Hollywood, up and coming, fucking gonna be huge. Uh, you can tell me the name and I'll say it. I can't. I, I don't know if he wants his name out there. I, I he uh, might, but I'd have to get his permission first. Uh, are you talking so, shit uh, about him? No, 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 oh, no, okay, no. Okay, I fucking okay. love this guy, bro. Oh, okay, you know? I thought it was somebody who was gonna clown. I was like, yo, say they fucking name. No, 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 no. Yeah, see, that would be a different story, bro. If I was gonna clown him, I was gonna fucking, I would fucking clown him. But uh, you know what I mean? Somebody, I, I don't know if I got, you know what I mean? I just, I just gotta need their uh, green light to go talk about this. But uh, I've met somebody who uh, is in Hollywood and. Well, he told me his direct words. He's up and coming. He makes movies and shit. Uh, he, he told me that whatever I want to do, he wants to help me with. So I'm very appreciative Dope. for him and people like that. So um, I don't remember the fuck we got onto this. but uh, About like, what you want to do oh, yeah, yes, in comedy. Yeah, hopefully work with him and, um, and others and whoever's willing to help. And just, you know what I mean? Just, I just do that. everything I can for this art form. And... Uh, Get my set tighter and whatnot. I feel like <laughs> my did, sets. You go to the school of comedy a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my favorite, Mike. Shout out uh, LA School of Comedy and Sunday Crunquist and everybody there. Yeah. Uh, one wonderful environment. That's where I met this person, the Hollywood writer, who's been helping me out. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Uh, my boy Mike Moody of the LA School of Comedy just put out a special. Yeah. It's called uh, Part of My Trauma. He was on here a couple months ago. He said he wanted to come back and talk about the special. So Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. We just gotta, shot that a couple weeks ago or so. Uh, that shit was fucking fire, bro. I was, I was happy to be a part of the filming. That shit was sick. Uh, you performed too? No, 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 no. But I, I just went to support. Okay. Uh, it was him, Shiwana, and uh, Anya West. Shout out to all of them because they all did great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He just, he just did... Uh, he did like 40 minutes and he just shot that whole thing. He'd been working on it for a while, but, uh, you know, fortunately he met the right person that was willing to help him with that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, here we are, you know, here we are. <laughs> but yeah, me, me and Moody was, uh, Moody was the one who took me out to, uh, I went with him to Accidental Chaos and fucking bombed in front of him after he told me I was going to do so good there. Yeah, he told but, me um, about that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is fucking fire, bro. It's a whole lot of fun. What's fucked up is uh, he has this, he starts out with this joke where he talks about, so when you go to accidental chaos, they say when you hear the word accident, you got to hit the table, right? You hear the word chaos, you got to you gotta hit the table three times. So like this, so, you know, like that? Hit the yeah, table? Yeah, okay. yeah. Like got that. it. But, um, but so, so he, he starts his shit out. He always starts to set by saying, hi, I'm Mike Moody. My parents died in a car accident and the whole fucking room just 
You know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> the energy went down? Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just started because he said the word accident. He's like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that was in the choke. Uh, just felt fucked up. Uh, you ever do third wheel? I've heard of it. No, it's, I haven't uh, been up there yet. It's by LACC. Um, it's a fucking crazy No, mic. I haven't been up there, but I see it on the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Riff Raff Show and the Hecklemania and all that shit. Uh, my boy Kenzie's the doorman there. Shout out to Kenzie. The little comic, little skinny white dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know him? Him. Yeah, I yeah, know him, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> fucking funny. I, matter of fact, I think he was supposed to perform yesterday. I seen him. On, I think I seen him on a flyer. What sunset? Yeah. Shit, did he make it? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Let me and look. Was, I think his ass was on that shit. <laughs> Kenzie fucking foiler. Yeah, man's a legend. I used to live right next to him. But um, you know, I love I love LA school comedy. It's just yeah, I'm him, not, him or her. Yeah, that fucking guy. He didn't show. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I know his ass. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of how Sunset goes sometimes. Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to Sunset. Guess we're gonna be doing a fucking hey. weekly show on Wednesday or some shit. So about that place, I've been up for a couple times. I used to like take bitches up there for the bottom this mimosa. Man, man hell yeah, fuck yeah. It's been about a year since I was up there, but yeah. like I didn't know they let you like smoke weed and shit in there. Yeah, they got the hookah and everything. I didn't know they let you smoke weed either. Yeah, because I asked the dude, because I, I seen it, it said like 420 friendly. I asked the dude, I said, hey, cuz, where the smoking section at? He said, wherever. <laughs> and like, where I was at, it was like right when you first walk in, like where the yeah. TV is. I was sitting in the little chairs. He said, you want me to get your ashtray? I said, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. damn. I was like, he was like, yeah, bro, you smoke anywhere. And then I see it on the restaurant part, there's motherfuckers in there smoking blunts. And them motherfuckers got hookah and shit. I thought about getting a hookah, but they shit kind of expensive. It was like shit for $40. Oh, shit. For the hookah. I was like, God damn. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, I'm like, bro, I, was, I just paid $15 for a hookah when I was in the Philippines the other day. Yeah. But they don't even call it hookah. They were like, shisha, shisha. I was in this little fucking Mediterranean little restaurant, and they're just chilling and shit. Yeah, Mediterranean yeah. restaurant in the Philippines? Yeah, bro, there was so much fucking American food out. That shit was pissing me off a little bit. It was so hard to find. <laughs> it was. It was. I talked about it on the last episode. It was so fucking hard to find like American food, dog. The Philippines, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, excuse me. It was. It was hard to find authentic Filipino food. Yes, it was shit. a shit ton of American yeah, shit Jolly over. Jollibee and all that shit. I, I had Jollibee. It's some good shit though. They got one in downtown. I love that shit. There's Jollibee here. Yeah, yeah. They got one in downtown LA. At least they used to. Oh, but, oh uh, swear. Yeah, it was right next to the fucking uh it was it was it was, it was uh Yeah, it was, it was right there next to the train station by the crypto arena and shit. Let me see. Oh the very last train station right across the street. I uh, oh it's yeah, showing, some good shit. Oh, uh, this is the ice cream place. Let me see. Yeah, but I, love, uh, I love Sunset. I love. Oh, Bobby. shit. Awesome. Hey, I'm finna go. I didn't oh, even yeah. know they had that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you, damn. I love, I love Filipino food. I didn't know we had one out here because I first seen this shit on TikTok the other day. I'm like, oh, I'm about to go check it out. So in Philippines and shit, they eat gravy with their chicken. Like gravy, you oh, put yeah. on mashed potatoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. shit fucked me up. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. All right. And I, I'm, I was dipping my little fucking chicken in the gravy. I said, all right. Yeah. Hey, I might have to take a little Harold and Kumar stroll down there to the one downtown. Fuck yeah. Because that's the one that's closest to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's shit as far as I know. That's the only one out here. Oh, no, 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 no. Never mind. There's one in East Hollywood. Oh, shit. That is close. the one. 
Let's go. Hey, cuz I'm in there, bro. <laughs> I'm in there. I'm about to send it to my Filipino friends and be like, hey, bro, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right next to Thai Town, no? Yup. Yeah, shit close to third wheel. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go check that place out. Oh, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you talking about the fourth wheel? No, 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 third it's- wheel. Oh, no, I'm talking about the fourth, fourth wall. wall yeah, fourth yeah, yeah. wall, fourth wall cafe. Yeah, that's another good one. I only bid once, but that's, that's a good one. Uh, hey, I'm glad you told me. And I'm finna start fucking with Jolly V. Fuck yeah, bro. They got, they got a big boy in uh, Sawtell, too. Little Sawtell, Japantown. They got this. I, I hope they still got it there, but it was this little uh, Filipino restaurant called Big Boy, and they serve adobo and all that shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're ever in that area, too, you can check that out. But Hell yeah, I'm on that. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I love the travel. I'm trying to figure out, man. I'm thinking about going to Sri Lanka next month. But, man, I kind of, I'm thinking about going back to Philippines in, like, August or September because I didn't get to go to no beach towns. And I'm like, bro, I want to go to the beach towns. And everybody was like, what the fuck? You fucked up. You should have went to Palau and other. I'm like, ah, oh, bro, I know. She was, I had other plans. I wasn't even supposed to be in Philippines only for, like, three or four days. But yeah. I was a little bit longer and, and other plans got fucked up, so I was just scattered. So I'm thinking about going back, hit up them little beach towns and shit, man, and see what's cracking. That's fucking fire, bro. What uh, what age did you start traveling? Like how old were you? Oh you shit, eight, eight, eighteen? No, nineteen. Oh shit. The, the my first trip, solo trip, I was nineteen. I went to Orlando for this like little talent convention and shit. Yeah. And then my second time. By myself is when I came to LA for like another little convention and I came here like three times or something like that. But as far as like international. traveling international 2015, like when I was a kid, yeah. we we lived in Korea and shit. Oh shit. But then we all went to Mexico. Like a military brat or something? Yeah, my stepdad oh. was in the army. Oh shit. And we went to Mexico back in the day, but then that, that was back when you just needed ID. You ain't even need no fucking yeah, passport. Yeah, before 9 11. Oh shit, I think it's like that still. That's uh, my mom. No, nah, you, nah, you need a passport to go to Mexico. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, they changed that in like the 2000s and shit. My coworker said that she just needed her ID. She went like a year ago or so. Uh, shit. Know, maybe they changed oh, that no. shit. Maybe that was just for them. Cause her Is she Mexican? Mexican as fuck. She's Filipino, but looks pretty similar. You know what I mean? She got a shit, Hispanic nah, last name and everything. So Yeah, I told you. And it's funny, yeah, like, yeah. seeing, like, I was talking to, like, motherfuckers and shit. I was like talking to this one chick. She's like, "Yeah, my last name, my last name is De La Cruz." I was like, "Bro, if I seen your name on paper, I think you some Mexican bitch or some shit." <laughs> <laughs> For real? Yeah, yeah. But it's funny, yeah. Them Spanish conquered the motherfucker because I didn't even know that shit. America too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Uh, I, I was working with some Filipinos. This one dude's last name was Gonzalez. I'm like, "Bro, how you feel? You got the Spanish Mexican last name?" Then he was telling me. I said, "Ah, oh, okay." But yeah, man. So see, uh, Joe Coy's bit on that. Nah, he's he ain't funny to me. I don't fucking. <laughs> I was I was he's talking. huge in Hawaii. He has his own fucking day out there and everything. Damn, he broke like all the records there, cause it's just not a lot of Filipino comics. And there's a fuck ton of Filipinos in Hawaii, so he just like ah. he shattered every record. Uh, I like him. I, I I like he's good to me. He's not my favorite, but I I think he's fucking good. So shout out to him. Yeah, but uh, you know, teach their own, teach their own. Yeah, because this one chick, she was like, he ain't funny to me. Yeah. And I she's like, he just he had, a, he had a special on Netflix or a movie. She was like, it sucked. I said, yeah, <laughs> I ain't even watch that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, 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 like, it's like food, you know what I mean? It's just like, Joe Coy is not my favorite or anything, but it's like, 
you know what I mean? Different people like different kind of food. That's another thing is like, you know what I mean? When you're performing comics and I'm just, I'm saying this to audience members, but also I'm just saying this to like any comics out there because some comics get it twisted. It's like, if somebody doesn't like your comedy, that doesn't necessarily mean that your comedy's bad. You know what I mean? Like you should do your best to appeal for everybody, but some people just might not like your style of comedy. You know what I mean? True. Like you can be the best fucking Chinese chef in the world, but if people don't like Chinese food, you know what I mean? Not for them. <laughs> but that's just, just kind of how that shit goes, you know? Yeah, There's a yeah. fuck ton of comics who have, like, never made me laugh, but, you know what I mean? Wildly successful, though. Yeah. Stone. And there's, like, huge comics. Like, I didn't know it because they was like, yeah, one of the highest paid comics is Russell Peters. I still ain't never seen none of his <laughs> shit. I don't hear nobody talk about him, but they say he be selling out every fucking word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Russell Peters is, I, I, I have a lot of fucking uh, admiration for him. I think he's fucking great, but uh, I've seen a lot of his specials. Uh, I don't think he's the goat or anything, but I think he's pretty fucking underappreciated because uh, Russell Peters, you know, is a Indian from Canada, and uh, he 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 did the first kind of like, like on that level, he did the first kind of like ethnic humor. You know what I mean? So he would do jokes about every fucking uh, ethnicity and culture there was. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was just that knowledge, kind of like how Schultz does it. But Russell Peters was like way before him, uh-huh. and he would do it in a respectful manner. You know what I mean? Because you got comedians fucking like just being ignorant and making fun of like other people's cultures and all that shit going back for forever yeah, yeah. but uh he, he he do that in like a respectful way just show love to everybody and he be like that's why he's so successful everywhere you know what i mean that's why he's so good uh just on an international level but most of his act is just talking about cultural differences and whatnot you know what i mean because he grew up in a diverse part of canada so he grew up around fucking jamaicans and arabs and everybody so he just he can go everywhere with that shit, you know what I mean? Because that's that good uh, universal appeal type shit, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't do, like, classic joke writing or really talk about current events or any of that shit. He just does kind of, like, cultural and ethnic humor, but fucking people love that, and he can go anywhere because of that, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. This is that knowledgeable about culture and shit. So it makes uh, touring and international touring really fucking easy for him, you know what I mean? And plus, you got that added benefit that uh, Schultz talks about where you go viral in somebody's community, you know what I mean? Because it's some small culture whatever that doesn't get a lot of uh, limelight and then he he does some sort of comedy for that group that's never had a uh, comedy done before for them and then he blows up within that community you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. that's how it can be a lot of times but uh yeah yeah he's, he's very influential but uh shout out to him have you gotten like some groupie love after a performance or got some pussy after a performance fuck no damn <laughs> i've just been performing in front of comics i haven't really Done too many real shows and shit. I feel like. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the waitresses at these places are fine as fuck, though. But my boy Moha, shout out to Moha, uh, was like, yeah, you can't fuck waitresses or anything, bro, because that's all like, right, that's man. all chuckle fucking adjacent. You know what I mean? Like, if you were in a relationship with the waitress and it turned sour, you know, she could say some shit that could get you banned from that spot or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? So you got to, oh, like, yeah, you just got to keep it in, like, that's another thing. He's like, yeah, when you go to these clubs, tip the fucking waitresses. You know what I mean? Because you need to have a good fucking, you need to have a good fucking uh, standing with everybody. You know what I mean? The hosts, the staff, everybody. And you just got to keep everything good. Right, right. That, there was like two of them up at Rooftop. I was like, shit, you fuckers are high. Mm-hmm, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. <laughs> shit, I, I noticed you. that too. I, mean, I see yeah, Comedy stores like that, like fucking. I still ain't been up to the store, man. I'm gonna go up there and check it out. I wanna perform up there, hopefully, maybe one day. Fuck yeah, no, no, you should, bro. Yeah, Moha up there performing. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you're only a year in. I think Mohas said he's only three years in. Mohas is a fucking killer. Because, you know, it takes people forever to get here in this industry. But I didn't know that you've been only doing it for, like, less than a year. Because you're fucking hilarious, bro. I thought Thank you were doing it, like, way longer. Nah, but, man. Um, I'm still yeah, a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Me too. But you know what I mean? Give us a few years and we'll see where we go. Hell, yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to Sunset Rooftop fuck next, next month. No, to the hangout. Because my, my peoples and shit, Frank... And Rashard, they coming out here. So this would be like the fourth year in a row. They come out here the weekend of Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm happy, man. The stepdaddies, we're gonna be reunited. So we're gonna be hanging out. So shit, I don't know what we're gonna get it. Last year, when they came here, I picked them up. We came here for a little bit, and then we drove to fucking Tijuana. Yeah. And shit, partied. I ain't, shit, I may have had like one or two beers or so. I ain't drank like that because I, cause I had to drive back because we drove back the same yeah, night. Yeah. Shit, we left around fuck, four, three, four o'clock in the morning. Holy we got shit. back here around seven, eight. And yeah. I had been up like 24 hours old. I was on the road struggling. We like in Orange County. I'm like, I was like, oh, I'm fucking falling asleep and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I started like drifting in the car got on like on the little oh, shit on like the highway you know that one little part where it makes some little noises on the yeah, road yeah, yeah, yeah i was yeah. like oh shit oh that's what woke you up <laughs> i was shit, like drifting bro. a little bit I was that's like, when you get a fucking motel bro. we were like so close and shit i was like oh, fuck yeah, what yeah, yeah. we was in oc headed back here i was like all right i can wake up Fuck it, do the home stretch yeah get some coffee or something i did and shit i was like man that's rare bull but i've been up like 24 hours because i had work oh, and all this shit and yeah, I'm fucking, I've been shit grinding. Like, I've been working so fucking much and, like, tired. I haven't even unpacked my suitcase, and I've been home for, like, a week and a half. Oh, shit. I was like, I got to unpack that bitch. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I got back home, I slept for, like, two or three days. I was just so tired <laughs> because I was going so hard. I was, like, yeah, for the no, last, no. like, few months, no. I was working, like, 140, 150 hours every two weeks. Holy shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then I went over to Thailand, so that time change fucked me up. And then yeah. when I got back, I went back to work like the next day grinding. And then I was over there and I was like sleepy and shit in Philippines. When I come back here, just off top of being tired into the time change, I was sleepy. Then I was back to work putting in hella hours. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, I got to unpack the crib. And I hadn't had time to be working out and shit. So I finally was able to start working out yeah. again. So I was like, man, I got to like really deep clean the crib, unpack and shit. I just be working so much and just be tired, so. Yeah, man, that's. that's I'm going to get it together. That's life in this fucking business, though, you know what I mean? Sleep, yeah. deprived, sleep fucking deprived comics is a real motherfucking thing. But yeah, uh, just, just got to stay true, you know what I mean? Just got to keep on doing it. But uh, I, I, where I work, I got this Mexican security guard who, like, can barely speak English. Well, I'm nice as fuck, too, you know what I mean? Like, I used to buy him uh, ice cream sandwiches and shit, you know what I mean? That, that's before that's I found out. Uh, that's before I found out he was racist as fuck. Against like, who? Black people. Nah, to, like, fuck tell that puto. I know. That's what I'm saying. Bro. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that shit. Like, I, I just found that shit. I didn't even know Mexicans were racist, bro. I was like, oh, hell you're yeah. brown, bro. Like, I was like, why the fuck would a brown person? Like, yeah, man, they're racist as fuck, bro. Most man, racist I, motherfuckers man. I ever met, man. I keep telling black people, like, you want to fight racism, you got to learn Spanish, man. These are some racist motherfuckers. Yeah, I didn't know it was like that. 
Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like moved here, and but they said for years it's been like a little black oh, yeah, and Mexican little beef and shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, in prison, those like you can't oh, even, too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. even talk to him and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Patty Tooney, uh, my friend Patty Tooney, great comic. Shout out to him. Been to prison plenty of times, and he's like, yeah, in California, shit is just heavily segregated between uh, black and Mexican. You know what I mean? It's all race segregated, but like, uh, you know, there there'll be like trading and other shit between other races, but like. Blacks and Mexicans out here, apparently, they never ever, you can't talk or trade or anything. You know what I mean? Damn. It's always got that fucking rivalry. rivalry. Yeah, Because, uh, fucking, oh, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know the Instagram page, Fools Gone Wild? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, I'll be in there. Yeah. I'll be watching that shit clowning. So, they had posted the other day when some black dudes robbed a taco truck. Or whatever, but then they always post where people when they harass or rob the street vendors and shit. Yeah. So man, there was like hella Mexicans like saying racist ass shit yeah. about blacks. So I commented on her. I was like, man, y'all fools are racist as fuck, man. And I was like, damn, like y'all act like Mexicans don't rob and steal like whites and shit. And I was like, man, these motherfuckers is crazy. I was like, damn, that's really how they feel about us. But I mean, there's been like jobs and shit where I interviewed Mexican motherfuckers wasn't gonna hire me different car lots and then one of the like sales rep i talked to him he moved to like another dealership and he was like yeah bro when you walked away they said we not we not fucking with him we not giving him no car even you was qualified i was like what the fuck yeah yeah man now that's how it is man you know what i mean fuck them people yeah 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 this one fucking this place blame and shit and point fingers and all that shit you know what i mean Hell a lot yeah. of fucking people like that they just got like trouble looking in the mirror and shit so they just want to fucking Blame somebody else for the problems and shit, or they just don't fucking think for themselves. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> follow whatever, whatever fucking bullshit they're, uh, whoever taught them. You know what I mean? That's that's what I fucking love about comedy. Is that like it's something we could do to fucking change that and just point out the absurdity and the stupidity, of all that shit. You know what I mean? Because I had like a bunch of Mexicans like talking shit and saying racist shit to me like two years ago on TikTok. Because yeah. I I would like I was living in the hood and shit. I was living like in fucking, I had like Mexican neighbors who had the fucking chickens and shit. Yeah. Or they would do the fucking bands and all this little shit. Which hood? Nah, they would do like the mariachi bands oh, and all yeah, this little yeah. shit on the weekend. Oh, my, yeah, they're fucking loud, bro. Yeah, it would be loud as fuck. So and what I would up do. the whole goddamn space. I would, I would like do, I would make videos acting like I was like frustrated and shit or whatever the fuck and motherfuckers like oh you just mad you didn't get invited i'm like bro i already ate i don't want that shit i'm like you didn't fucking see the joke so when i seen i see i seen other motherfuckers who caught on to the joke they was like yo i'm mexican and that shit is hella annoying when they be playing that music so motherfuckers got like i was like this is annoying but they seen the joke but other motherfuckers didn't so if if i know something pisses you off i'm gonna keep fucking doing it so a couple days later I'm at a fucking stoplight and some chick is blasting some Spanish songs. So I'm fucking doing a little video showing a little chick and then I flip the camera on me like I'm like, <sighs> like I'm frustrated. And motherfuckers was like, whoever the fucking that dude was, they was like, he's the Mexican Tupac. Whoop de woo, all this little shit. I don't give a fuck about him. So then I did another one talking about the chickens. I happened to wake up. I think the, the motherfuckers that woke me up it was like maybe four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock. And I showed what time it was, and you can hear the chickens and shit crowing. So I act like I was, like, frustrated, and I would just do shit. And then I made, like, another little video where I was like, you little motherfuckers is racist. And I said, like, suck my dick in, like, Spanish. I was like, me chupa la pinga puta. 
And then I was like, I'm gonna play y'all some. Of, I was like, I'm gonna play y'all some of my favorite Mexican songs. So I just sort of did a little TikTok and did like four of like different little Spanish songs and shit. It was like clowning. So yeah, man. But motherfuckers was telling me like go back to Africa saying racist shit. shit. So then I, if you say racist shit or talk shit to me, I'm gonna talk shit back. So I was saying shit back, and they was like, he said racist things. I was like, did you not see who I was responding to? Yeah. So you overlooked the Mexican racist comments. But when I talk shit back. Then it's an issue. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, fucking pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, I was, I was tearing the motherfuckers up, man. I told, I told this one motherfucker. I said, "Shit, I'm gonna send your fucking IP address to ICE." I said, <laughs> "I said you'll never taste your tea as menudo, bitch." <laughs> I forgot, somebody said something else to me. I was like, that's why your fucking family is in a cage right now, motherfucker. I was going in because them motherfuckers, they came, they were saying some crazy ass shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, you want to take it there? I said, because my mouth is bad and I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. It was clapback seasons. But it was wild though because my Mexican peoples was like, yo, what the fuck is up with these fools? Like, this shit was funny. I said, I don't know, bro. People some bitches and shit. Yeah, straight up, straight up. Yeah. Shit, man. I want to find out about this Mexican Tupac, though. That shit sounds fucking fascinating. I know you said you don't give a fuck, but I was like, God damn, this is a Mexican uh, Tupac, bro. But no, this this motherfucker, he wasn't even rapping. He was a singer. But they uh, said he was like a little thug or some shit. I have to look it up and I'll let you know. But he's dead, though. He's an old school motherfucker. Shit. You All know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, he's an old, yeah. old school. We're talking like, like Boogie Down Bronx old school or like. No, nah, this motherfucker's like probably like. 90s, 80s. 80s or some yeah, shit yeah, like old that. shit. Yeah, he was just, maybe yeah, before yeah. then. Like he was, yeah, he's an old school singer and shit. Oh shit, damn respect though. Yeah, but right, shit, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. the mamacitas and shit. Them Spanish yeah, yeah. shit. I was fucking with this Mexican chick about a year and a half ago, but like we was only kicking it for like a week or two, and she got super fucking like possessive. I was like, hey, bro, you gotta relax. Yeah, and shit. But <laughs> hey, I like them Spanish, uh, the mamacitas and shit. Yeah, man. They're fucking, they're great, man. Yeah, great. man. Shout out to the mommies and shit, man. 100%. Yeah. Shit. They some fertile ass bitches, though. God oh, damn, God bro. Damn, Fuck. Bro. <laughs> shit. Good luck having just one with them, bro. Man, bro. Fucking around with Mexican girl. Five minutes later, you got a fucking family filling up a soccer field, bro. Like, it's fucking. If I um, see a Mexican bitch who's over 25 who ain't got no kids, I'd be like, oh my yeah. God, you are rare, shawty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, <laughs> man. And then something that I, a name. That I, f- I found out a few months ago, and I giggle my ass off when I hear that shit, is torta. You know what a torta is? No, no, no. What's it's that? a fat that bitch. Food? No, oh, it, shit. It, it is a food, but it's a nickname yeah, yeah, yeah. For, the, for a fat bitch. And I learned that on Food Go Wild. Oh, shit. There you go, man. Yeah. The <laughs> so then I got a little Mexican homeboy, Eric, and shit. Yeah. He knows about the torta. So, man, I'll be hitting this motherfucker. We talking about this shit all the motherfucking time. I'll take a little picture of it. Like, look at the torta. Hell yeah, I get on my find ass. I me up. a torta, bro. I fucking love big girls. <laughs> I do, bro. Dead ass, bro. I love big girls, man. For real, bro? Yeah, I love like oh fat my. armpits, bro. I love like <laughs> fucking fat armpits. I, maybe that's just me, bro. I love when fat chicks like put your dick in a headlock and you can just fuck their armpit fat. Oh my God. Maybe bro. that's just me, bro. But well, <laughs> man, well, listen. I love big girls, bro. They don't got the energy to argue and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dog. There's yeah. plenty of them who be trying to come at me. I will more than happy forward them to your motherfucking ass. Cause I'll be like, big bitch, I can't do shit for you. Hell nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. bro, I love that, man. Please, please, please do. <laughs> man, I even got a T-shirt that says "No Fat Chicks." <laughs> <laughs> hey, to each their own. Like I said, to each their own. 
Cousin Chubby Chat, he like them biggins. That's what's up, though. Fuck yeah, bro. I couldn't do it, though, bro. I couldn't. Nah. Oof. Yeah, shit. man. Them motherfuckers and shit. Yeah, they man. Love it, shit it's just proof shit. that racial stereotypes are some bullshit, bro, because, like, we're we playing straight up real reversal right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they yeah. always say black men like fat bitches and shit. I'm like, oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm the I'm the white one, by the way. <laughs> I was the one saying I love fat girls' armpits. That was that was me. You said that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Tupac's getting his uh, Hollywood star of fame, the Walk of Fame. Who? Finally, Tupac. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Finally, things going down. Like you know, what anybody can do that shit. Anybody. It costs like thirty grand. You have to pay for it. All you got to do is submit the paperwork. So if you had $30,000, you can get a fucking store. Lenny McKenzie. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, I saw my boy God the Comedian just wrote shit, wrote his shit down with the fucking Sharpie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. earlier I said that I was like coming out here for like uh, fucking industry functions or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my little homeboy Magicus and shit, well, he my OG older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at the convention too. He was doing like like Latin rap and shit like that. Yeah. Reggaeton. So before the like the little convention and shit, it was me, him, and this Asian motherfucker. We was yeah. all walking around Hollywood Boulevard and there was a star and shit. And I had a Sharpie and this motherfucker, he wrote magic <laughs> and shit on the star and all that. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, shout man. out to shout out to Magic. Shout he, out to Magic, man. Magic is yeah, he got this fucking song. Yeah, that shit used to slap. It's called Shake the Culo. His little fucking reggaeton, reggaeton song, Shake the Cool Low, Mommy, Mommy. And I remember years ago, he hit me up. He said, GQ. So, what's up? He said, and he, he lived in New York and shit in Queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him out here. He had called me. He was like, Do you know who T Pain is? This is like fucking 2008, some shit like 2009, 2008, 7, 8, something like that. It's like when he's coming up, right? Well, no, T Pain came out in 2005. Oh, shit. He had been out. He was like, you know who T-Pain is? I'm like, yeah. I was like, this motherfucker's always on the radio. Yeah. He was like, I'm about to be in this video. I was like, no shit. And he shit. was in the vid- T-Pain song karaoke. He's in that fucking video and shit. I was like, damn. I was yeah. like, that was hard. Bro, that's how it is. I met a lady the other day who told me she was in the fucking uh, sexual healing video, Marvin Gaye. R. God R. damn. I was like, bro, there's no fucking way. I turned that shit on. She's right there, like the first, the first lady, the get up, get up, get up. That one, I was like, oh shit, bro, that's Damn. fucking her. Yeah, 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 legend. I was like, shit, she knew Marvin Gaye and shit. All right, I'll tell you something crazy like that. My homeboy Terrence, Big T, I've had him on a podcast. Yeah. Shout out to him. I hollered at him last week. He got a little hot dog stand and shit in uh, in downtown. Cowboy Crip, Nipsey homeboy, Nipsey Hustle's home, number one homeboy. He got a store, so he's selling the shit. Right outside of his store, he's working with Cowboy. But uh, Terrence, I posted the other day, he was at this restaurant and was talking to the dude who was who wore the Barney suit. Mm-hmm. Like Barney, Barney, when Barney, Barney the, in the 90s, oh, yeah, the yeah, dinosaur. Yeah, Barney the dinosaur. Yeah, he was yeah. talking to the motherfucker and shit. And I was like, bro, you know this motherfucker does like tantric like sex massage and be fucking bitches and shit. He was like, yeah, I know. He told me about it. I was like, I found that shit out like years ago that he was doing that. And then a few months ago, I watched this documentary that was on, fuck, one of them networks. It was about Barney, the the lady who created it and the story. So the dude who was born, he's a black dude too. I remember when I was a kid, they was like, yeah, Barney's a black man. And he was like 
he said he had been doing like that little tantric shit and like fucking bitches. But he said the motherfuckers who created Barney at the network was like, you are never allowed to speak a word of this shit that you did and you cannot do this right now. He's like, all right. But once he quit being Barney, he went back to it. So he like massages bitches and shit, does like tantric shit, and he fucks them. Like, I think he raw dogs them too. He calls it transferring energy and shit. <laughs> I, t- I talked about this shit like maybe a couple years ago on a podcast. He was doing that shit. I said, this motherfucker's a freak. I want to meet this motherfucker. And I might need, I'm going to hit him up on IG. Be like, hey, cuz, you got to come on this podcast, dog. Like, you a fucking legend and shit. Because yeah. I want to know, like, what it was like wearing a Barney suit and shit and how many moms that he fucked. What, what the money was like Because Barney was fucking huge Oh yeah I'm like bro I hope that you, your paperwork was right And you got paid Then I want to know about all of the, the tantric shit That he be doing And how many STDs he done caught And <laughs> if he didn't How the fuck did you avoid it And how can I do that job That you be doing the shit Finessing bitches for pussy And they paying him he getting, he getting money and pussy and shit Shout out I don't even know cuz name Shout out to Black Barney though you a legend on this podcast, but you know what I'm saying? I wasn't a big Barney motherfucker because, like, when he came out, I was, like, first grade, so I wasn't into it. But my half-brother was, like, two, three, so he was into it. And he had, like, the VHS tapes and shit and all that. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Fucking Barney. Fucking Barney, bro. One and only. How old yes, are you? Hmm? How old are you? 20. 20, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got a lot of life in you, man. Yeah. Shit, when I was 20. You're doing acting or was, some shit, right? I was doing auditions and all this shit. Hadn't, you know what? I was, was I 19 or 20? I was 19 in the agency when I was out here for like, they had like this acting camp. It was on like fucking 12 motherfuckers and shit. So we was working with like Hollywood, uh, acting coaches and different little shit. And we was like meeting with different agents and shit. And this agency was like, yeah, bro, we like, we like you. We want to sign you. We want to start you off doing commercials and then the TV. But they was like, I was like, all right, cool. So then I went back home and called them. And they was like, look, when you move here, call us. We're going to sign you, but we can't do nothing for you in Kentucky. And then at the time, I didn't have the money and shit, you know, to get out here and all that. So I was like, fuck. Shit, bro. And I, I ended up coming out here like maybe like six, seven years later. So, and I didn't remember them motherfuckers' names. And of course, they wasn't going to remember me and shit. Yeah. But I did remember their name. And they got a fucking, I found an IG and shit. It's ABA, talent agency and shit. I just remember it was a white dude and an Asian dude and shit. Who I auditioned for. And yeah, those are the only motherfuckers who, uh, who hit me back. But what's, what's wild? Everything that I auditioned for, I never got. In, in, the, in the movies that I did, I didn't even have to fucking audition for. What kind of shit is this, man? That's how you go, man. Not what you know, but who you know. Yeah, yeah. man. No, I was never really interested in acting. Like, there's a, there's a lot of people in this business who are like, they all, you know what I mean? They're so multi-talented and all this shit. Yeah. Uh, I really only give a fuck about stand-up. Um, that, that's really just what I'm here to do. It's just straight up stand-up. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. I wasn't too interested in acting. Then I started learning that if you can, you know, all comics are good actors. If you can do stand-up, you can act. And then I learned that actors get paid like $900 a day or some shit. 
And most of the time, you're just waiting around on set. And I was like, oh, shit, I might have to do some acting. I need to get on the sets when they pay $900. I, I, I've been on a $150 day set to Dude. shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Bro, Kenzie did like $300 to do a fucking Scottish accent. So I was like, god damn, I'm going to get on this shit. Yeah, I'm going to do more. I've been getting a lot of emails about shit. I got to get some new headshots and, mm-hmm. and all Same. that. But yeah, I want to start fucking with it again, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love acting and shit. I want to start fucking... Get some more roles. Yeah, yeah. The last yeah. thing I did came out in November. It was a Christmas movie. The Black shit. Santa one. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that shit, you know, that shit was fun. So mm-hmm. ready to do that shit again, man. You know, yeah. when you perform it again? What do I perform? No, no. When? Oh, when I'm gonna perform again? Uh, fucking Barker just hit me up on my way here, talking about Wednesday at uh sunset. So I might be there. Okay. Uh, otherwise, might do Chateau soon. But thinking right. about yeah, yeah, yeah. To think about doing that, um, maybe Ale House Library. We'll see. I just got to figure out like moving and doing my finals and shit. But um, what school you go to? Uh, Santa Monica. Oh, Santa Monica College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know they up there, ain't they? Mm-hmm. I know the baddies is up there, boy. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Mexicans, mm-hmm. mamacitas, and all that. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> Yeah, All yeah, right, so yeah. the Chateau, I've been wanting to go yeah. up there, but I seen they open mic is only three minutes. Well, the, the I think the audition is like three minutes, but I think you get to go on stage for five, which is yeah, but like I, typical and shit. I ain't got no fucking three minute material, so I got to work on that. Oh, and you got to get that shit down to three. Yeah, you gotta get extra tight. Yeah, because you, you do kind of like you, you got more like stories. You know what yeah. I mean? Me, fortunately, I just got fucking one liner, so I can just like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I might do it, try to yeah, do that yeah, little yeah. shit too. Cause I saw that that uh the laugh factory, you gotta do the three minute, but then also seeing yeah. you can submit your videos or your oh, work yeah, up to yeah. like five minutes. Hey, the chateau is fucking piss easy to get booked at. I got booked there just for being a funny audience member. I didn't even have to audition and shit. Dude. I just went I just went out to go support my boy and uh I was just like just they sat me right up front, right? So yeah. I just kinda like comics would do crowd work with me. They they talk to me, you know what I mean? I just be a good audience member. I just make them laugh. You know what I mean? I make the audience laugh. And then they found out I was a comic. They're like, oh, shit, let us just book you. Because they book anybody at the Chateau. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. That's what I heard. The only shit. reason I haven't performed there is just because uh, I haven't found the time. And it's kind of far from me. Yeah. I'm usually working when they're uh, doing their shit. But um, it's it's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't audition there in person just because it's too fucking far from me. So I just send them a clip. Like a lot of people do. Oh, you can send but, them clips? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send them a clip. Like I said, I got booked for just being a funny audience member. But um, yeah, they book right. they book anybody there, so it's it's, it's fucking cool for that. Uh, but at like the a, same time, you got an email or like to their IG? Uh, I don't. You'd have to ask Kenzie or something. I didn't even do that shit. I just got somebody right. gave me their IG, so maybe I'll send them a clip. If not, I'll just uh, I'll just be like, hey, you remember me? I was a funny audience member and all that. They already they already said they booked me. I think one guy. My uh, my friend Kill was also one of the funniest guys I ever seen. He's fucking hilarious. Um, he, he told me just inbox him and, and you know he'll book me because they book everybody at the Chateau. Okay, which is uh, it could kind of be a double edged sword though because like um, like like you you said you see comics just fucking suck like it's yeah. Just, oh like, yeah, I've I've seen some. I was like, how the fuck did you get the on the Chateau? Appeal? Even does that shit, bro. Like they'll, they'll <laughs> tell you like straight up, like yeah, some of these comics are gonna fucking suck. We don't know which ones, but oh uh, shit, they got some fucking great comics there too. I don't mean to like discourage anybody or yeah. fucking any of that shit because they got like I met uh Subha there. She's uh she used to work on Jim Jeffries show and shit. Okay. She's fucking hilarious. She's a great comic. Uh, 
she was there. I went to support my friend, uh, Monica Narain, great comic. Uh, she's like 18 years old performing there, and she did fucking really, really well. Um, she fucking killed, but uh, she, 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 she super, uh, super went on first, fucking killed. You know, she's a professional. She did her thing. But then I was feeling bad for Monica because, you know, we were just sitting there watching that shit, and, like, there were so many shit comics. When I tell you that was, like, the worst comedy I ever saw, Subha did great, but, like, a lot of people after her, fucking terrible, bro. Like, worse than an open mic. Like, I could barely believe my eyes. It was that fucking bad. Like, literally worse than an open mic. Like, the comics up there were so fucking bad, bro, and so Damn. shit, and just bombing and bombing and bombing. So it's like, you know what I mean? That shit is hard to follow. But, um... Yeah, as long as you do good, you do good. But that's that's kind of a double-edged sword. And how the Chateau works is, um, like, most of these clubs are all bringers. You know what I mean? How you got to bring motherfuckers? Yeah, yeah. Well, unless you got enough followers or whatever the fuck. Otherwise, you got to bring. Uh, my understanding is it's a bringer. And you got to bring at least one bringer to have a show. But um, the more bringers you bring, if you bring five or more, you get a tape. And the more bringers you bring the earlier you go up. You know what I mean? You want to like go up early. Tape, like, they'll give you a, t- a recording of your shit? Yeah, yeah, if you bring, like, five or more. Okay. So uh, that that's a lot of people don't want to fucking go out there, which is like fuck. So like you know what I mean. So I just if you go, make sure you bring everybody. You know what I mean. So like, like when people come, do they ask like who are you here to see? Who brought you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay. they, so you're gonna see your name, and then you're gonna see a number behind it, right? Uh-huh. If you see like seven, you're doing good. You probably gonna go up early, probably maybe even first, and you're gonna get your tape, right? Yeah. If you see um, if you see five, you're still doing good. You're still gonna be up there. Earlier to mid, you know what I mean? And you're going to get uh, you gonna get your tape. If you see, like, one or two, all the way to fucking bar. And that, I've seen, shit, my, my first time like at zero. the Chateau, we were literally there till like, 2, 3 in the morning. Like, we went late as fuck because it was just nonstop comics. They just brought the whole fucking show in. And that was when uh, Mike Marino and Sunda Kroonquist were there and we were playing. And they were, um, uh... And they, they, you know what I mean? We paid tickets to come see him. And those are both, like, professional comedians. You know what I mean? Like, big time. Uh, so after, so they kind of did their show. They had a bunch. They had a few other people on that show. But then after that, they just had a bunch of fucking people come on after them. And a lot of them were, like, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd assume just basically nobody's basically open micers. And uh, they, they just all went up and shit. But um, if, you, if you ever go, you got to make sure you bring enough people so yeah. they can put you up first. Because otherwise, you could be there to, like, you know, one, two in the morning before you go up and like, bro, fuck that. Like when I, when I stick around in these open mics, like sometimes, you know what I mean? Like at first I'll be like, yeah, I want to go up at like one, two in the morning. But like, like now I just fucking leave, bro, because like one, two in the morning, like nobody wants to be, you know what I mean? The audience is fucking exhausted and just want to go home. They just being nice sticking around. But the, you know what I mean? Because people can only sit in a room and watch comedy for so many hours. Right. And when it's fucking two in the morning, you got, like, three people in the audience, and they're yawning and shit, bro. It's like, <laughs> fuck it, man. Just go home if you can, if you're not getting paid. Yeah, <laughs> That's just kind of how it goes. So if you do go, just make sure you bring people because uh, that, that's that's how you guarantee your spot and get your footage and all that shit. But but it's real, real easy to get booked. Like, it's it's fucking nothing to get booked there. Um, So it's, it's a great spot. It's a big room, too. You got, like, 100 people in that room, maybe. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was that big. Big fuck. Because they got the main room. The smaller room is maybe only, like, I still want to say it's, like, bigger than Sunset. So smaller room is maybe, like, 75 people, maybe max. But it's, like, a good, tight room. You know what I mean? Got to be yeah, at yeah. least 50 fucking people in there. But it's real, real tight, and it just works great for comedy. Like, the whole place is really well-designed for 
laughs and everything, right? So it's just real tight room, just great for comedy. Then they got the main room, the whole huge main room, probably about 100, 125 people. You know what I mean? So it's a huge room if you go up on the main stage. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, plenty of people entertain there. So that's a great spot. Shout out to Chateau. All right, so like the audition, they do like these motherfuckers would just go up and audition. So they have like a certain audition day. Uh yeah, I think it's Sunday. That's what that's what the fucking Instagram keeps sending me. It's every oh, okay. every Sundays you go up and audition. But that's if like that's if you want to fucking go there and like wait in line and go up for three minutes and like they're gonna book you regardless. You don't really have to. I doubt you probably don't even have to worry about getting your tight your uh, three that tight. You know what I mean? Because they just go they just gonna book everybody regardless. So, but you know what I mean. If you want to go audition, you can go. I think the auditions are Sunday at four. I've never done it before. But uh, Monica might be able to help you there because I think that she she went in person and did it. But you're going to have to go down and audition, give them your three minutes, and then, you know, wait to hear back from them and shit. Or since I love the Chateau for this, since they got all these other options, you could just send them a clip too and they'll book you like that. Yeah, I inbox anybody. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I should I should acquaint you with my boy uh, Kill. Maybe you could just inbox him and get on the show. But he's, he's fucking hilarious. I think you two would like each other a lot. Hell but, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a fucking great spot if you want to do that sort of thing. Real, real easy to get booked there. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Before we get out of here, you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yeah. You don't be posting shit, though. I'm about to, bro. I just moved. I was about All to right. say that. Because so, I didn't know uh, who the fuck you was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> people run into that fucking problem. But uh, you can find me on Lenny McKenzie on Instagram. I'm, I'm trying to post. Uh, I'm going to post a bunch of clips, but I'm trying to post weekly or at the very least bi-weekly clips up there. Every probably Thursday or Friday, I already got editors, and I got a bunch of fucking footage I've been trying to make clips out of. Now that I finally got out of that fucking place, I can, you know, let me just get settled in my new household and shit. Give me another week or so, and then hopefully I'm going to start posting clips like a motherfucker, because you know what I mean? I'm trying to be like Schultz and just put one out every single week, Hell at yeah. least like a minute long or a few seconds long, whatever the fuck it is. But uh, I got I got lots of good shit. I got lots of good jokes. I'm going to be posting shit like a motherfucker. I'm going to be hitting up uh, more events soon. Now that I finally got out of that old household, I'm finally going to uh, progress my comedy career a little more, especially because I'm reaching my uh, anniversary. And they say you're not even, you know, you can't, they say you can't call yourself a comic so you've been doing it a year. You know what I mean? So I'm about to get like my year, you know what I mean? About to get my year in on my resume, so to speak, and then just going to start posting clips like a motherfucker. So, uh, yeah, you can find me, Lenny McKenzie, on Instagram and just check that shit out. Be posting shit and come to my shows if you like my shit. Uh, Sage your new career, man. Get the yeah good energy in there. Get all that bullshit out. I got to sage. I'll probably do that shit tomorrow. I ain't sage in a couple months. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know how we do. For everybody out there that I like, love, and respect, and y'all want to see me do good, Sending y'all fresh vibes, good health, good wealth, all the positive things in life that you want. I hope that you get that shit. Summertime, getting uh, getting ready to happen. You know, motherfuckers start tripping, shooting, be on dumb shit. So I want y'all to be safe out here. You know what I'm saying? Be aware of your surroundings. Have some love in your heart. Have some hate in your heart. I got hate in my heart, but I'm still a good person and shit. That's just real. I feel like you got to have hate in you. You know what I'm saying? You can't have be all full of love and shit. You got to have no some hate without love. You, you know what gotta I mean? You got to have some hate in you. You got to have some some anger to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, so all y'all that want to see me do good, 
I want to see y'all do good, you know. Let's be successful. Be out there grinding. Go get it. Don't be a little lazy-ass begging bitch. For everybody out there that be lying on me, talking shit, making up rumors and all that, I just want to say, fuck y'all, eat a dick, and die slow. <laughs> you just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. And I mean that shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, man, I want to say... Uh, Fuck you to the the police in England, man. I forgot them dogs' names, but they shot these two dogs and shit right in front of their owner with a shotgun and everything. And people was out there protest. They was out there protesting, mad as fuck that them police killed them dogs and shit. Fuck you, uh, <laughs> you fucking copper cunts. Hell yeah, man. Fuck the police and shit. I slapped that little them little dumbass little helmet shit. Y'all be wearing, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. It's fucking rubbish what you did. Yeah, you cunts. Hell yeah, I need to get back over to England. I had a good ass time over and shit. London was straight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, this is the first podcast. And I did good, you know what I'm saying? I didn't wait a month. Got another episode out, you know what I'm saying? Gonna record again in a couple of days. We're gonna, we gonna keep it consistent, you know what I'm saying? I just been real busy with work, you know, seeing how this podcast don't be bringing me in no money like that. I got to go somewhere else to motherfucking do it. And I've been traveling and I've been tired, but we're going to get it together because we're trying to get to the next level and all the shit. But yeah, man, I want y'all just to stay fresh, be cool, treat people right who's treating you right, you know what I'm saying? And motherfucking keep your head on the swivel because these motherfuckers I heard, they be trying to take your head off and rob you and life is fucked up in general. But y'all stay fresh and y'all hear from me to the next time. This podcast has been presented to you by Extraterrestrial Enterprises.